I'm asking all of my listeners, my proud supporters of our courageous men and women in blue to join me and express your unwavering appreciation for law enforcement. Pin Blue Line USA has stylish apparel, great accessories that make a statement and flags that fly with pride. They've got everything you need to show your support for law enforcement. Go to PinBlueLineUSA.com and shop a wide selection of products to show up your patriotism. Use code SID and get 15% off. Stand with me, Sid, and stand with WABC as we honor those who protect and serve. ThinBlueLineUSA.com. Once again, use the code word SID. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. But you say he's just a friend. Oh, a best friend. 77 WABC. Boy. Boy. Is this for Mike Green? Yeah. This is uh, Jethro Tull. Aqualung. Today is uh, Ian Anderson's birthday or something. Wow, you remember that. Is that right? How That's old right. is Ian yeah, Anderson today? It. How old? Oh, I, um, I did write He's got to be close to 82, like Jagger. 76. 76, yeah. So the other day I'm in the gym, you know, I've been talking a lot about this uh, Gemini Lounge. The movie Inside Man coming out tomorrow. I'm in the gym the other day, and they get a call from a big-time actor. Big time. Just so happens he was in Gravesend with me. Not this movie coming out tomorrow, but the Amazon Prime hit Gravesend. His name is Leo Rossi. A lot of you became familiar with Leo back in his effort on that Jodie Foster movie, The Accused. He plays Mikey the Hat in Gravesend. He's terrific. And we became good friends. Shot scenes together in Miami, Brooklyn, the whole thing. And he goes, you know, uh, Joe Pistone a.k.a. Donnie Brasco, actually thinks you're great and great. I stop it. Stop. Leo goes, Sid, I'm calling you. I'm not going to call you and lie to you. He said, in fact, he says, um, Joe said that you seem to have a lot of the same characteristics, idiosyncrasies, as a guy that Joe had in his crew in the Bonanno family way back when. I think he actually said he, he wondered at one point if, if Joe thought if I actually studied that guy. Of course, I don't know who that guy is, but. I found it to be such an overwhelming piece of flattery that Joe Pistone, a.k.a. Donnie Brasco, actually said that. And then um, Pistone and I talked a little bit on Instagram, and I said, hey, I'd love for you to call in. Now, he hung out at the Motion Lounge in Williamsburg, not the Gemini Lounge in Canarsie. And, of course, the two different families, one the Bonanno won the Gambino, but I always think these guys all know each other. Regardless, that great movie, here he is, the inspiration behind it, the real man, Donnie Brasco, Joe Pistone. Joseph, good Thursday morning, buddy. How are you? Good morning, Sid. My pleasure. My pleasure coming on, and uh, my pleasure speaking with you. No, the and, uh, pleasure's mine. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if you remember, but... Uh, we met in in Miami when you were filming uh, Gravesend, and uh, uh, you know I didn't say anything to you then, but you, you did remind me of one of the guys that was in my crew and with the Bananos, and uh, uh, and then when I when I saw you in the, you know on the, on uh, Gravesend on when I was watching a couple of the episodes, and I said to Leo, Leo, man. 
if I didn't know better, I think that uh, that Sid studied so and so. I don't want to mention the guy's name. I said, but I know that couldn't be because of the, you know the time difference. I said, but it's like it's like deja vu watching Sid and 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 bringing back memories of you know of Mr. So-and-so, the, the, the wise guy in the Bonanno family. That's funny. I don't know what, what was it. Um, I think he said maybe a head nod, maybe a look. Yeah, I, don't, I yeah. mean, the, the, just the way you walk, the swagger, and like, <laughs> hey, this is my this is my space, man. You know, <laughs> this is my space. So, you, you know, it's all right to, to have conversation with me, but don't, don't invade any closer <laughs> than where, where you are. I mean, and then... Just, just the body language. It was like crazy. Wow, that's funny. I'm coming from you. I, again, I, uh, the Leo phone call really freaked me out, but this is even bigger that you're actually here, Joe. And, and Leo did tell me that you do listen to this radio show every now and then. Is that true? Every morning. Every yeah, morning. Yeah, no matter where I'm at, I try to get it. Right now I'm in California, but uh, I always uh, tune in. I always tune in for, wow. you know, for one or two hours. That's awesome. And, you know, let the, you know, it, it, it seems like your uh, Hollywood career is taking off here, Sid, because it's <laughs> Gemini Lounge movie. And then, at, you know, you know, Leo Leo's uh, wrote a script, uh, Every Day is a Great Day. Yep. Uh, and it's a true story about the, a fellow with Tourette's called Tony Farancola, who, you know, uh, really, uh, really fought through it and become very successful businessman. And, uh, if I may, can I say uh, your uh, what part uh, you're written in the script? I'd love to hear that. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, Tony would put on a, a, a Tourette syndrome fundraiser every year, and it it drew a lot of you know many many Hollywood uh, people and and uh, very big fundraiser. And uh, Leo's got you in as the MC at the. Uh, at the fundraisers. That's fantastic. And you're playing, you're playing yourself. <laughs> That's easy. Uh, yeah, yeah. So. That's great. Now, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because when I did one scene at this uh, rundown old hotel, which uh, is in Gravesend quite a bit, that's where Willie's character meets Dice's character, the International Hotel right. in Miami. And Leo actually gave me the script, uh, Joe, gave me the script that day right yeah. in front of my wife and kids. And he said, I'm telling you, one of these days, now, of course, there's a strike going on now. I don't know what that means. I have no idea. But I've had that script now for uh, almost two years. So I'm, I'm glad to hear that uh, he still intends on doing that. And I'd love to be a part of it, Joe. I really would. For folks, oh, that, are, yeah. Yeah, for folks that are a bit younger, and, uh, again, my movie coming out tomorrow, my movie. The movie I'm in is, a, is about the Gemini Lounge. Your life uh, centered that movie around the Motion Lounge. I actually put up a picture this morning of me and James Russo, who was in your movie, Donnie uh, Brasco. Yeah, he's in he's in both Gravesend and Gemini Lounge with me. But tell yeah. the folks out there about what happened, the whole Donnie Brasco character. What was that all about? Well, you know, I was an FBI agent, went undercover, had worked undercover in many, many operations, and uh, uh, decided, not me, but the New York office, Decided to uh, uh, institute an undercover operation against the the, the, the mafia, and uh, I was chosen as the undercover agent. And you know, to make a long story short, uh, I was a jewel thief. Uh, that was my uh, 
my professional background, and uh, I I went to went to school, learned all about diamonds, precious gems, learned how to learn how to pick locks, learned how to uh, get into safes, learned how to bypass alarm systems, and I finally after several months on the street, I finally hooked up with uh, actually with a Colombo family member. Uh, was with the Colombo family for about four, five, six months. And then I got into a beef with two guys, and this beef came, it came to a physical confrontation. Wow. Uh, me against two, two, uh, two Colombo guys because they, they just didn't like me. So, you know, how that goes. No, <laughs> everybody doesn't like everybody. So it came to a physical confrontation, and then after it was over, I knew I had to get out of the out of there. So uh, prior, I had met uh, uh, the Bonanno guy by the name of Tony Mira. So I started hanging around with him. He introduces me uh, into the Bonanos, and I spent uh, actually uh, five five and a half years with the Bonanos. It was a six year undercover operation, but I was. Spent five and a half years with the Bananos, and I became such a trusted member of the Bananos, uh, especially a guy, my name is Sonny Black Naplatano, who was a, a, a capo, a captain in the Bonanno family. I was proposed for membership, and uh, I was due to get, get inducted into the Bananos in in December. But in, in May of, of the year, uh, there was a, a war going on within the Bananos, and uh, the side that I was on, Sonny Black's side, uh, <clears throat> whacked three of the capos that uh, that were against Rusty Rostelli, who was the boss. Then uh, Sonny Black gave me a contract to whack one of the guys that didn't show up to the meeting. Uh, so now, now we got a shooting war going on, and uh, uh, in in July twenty seventh. The, the FBI decided to shut the operation down. They wouldn't let me get inducted because they were afraid of the shooting war going on. And and uh, but it was a, it was a, it was wow. a countrywide operation. Uh, Sid, I was able to uh, marry up the Bonanos with the Balistrieri crime family in Milwaukee. I was able to marry the Bonanos up with uh, Santo Traficante, the boss of Florida. So it, it was a pretty big operation, mm. uh, and. Uh, it ended in uh, in July of '81, uh, and uh, I I was in trial as as many years as I was undercover. I was in trial for six, six years later. Yeah, so, yeah, what a mess. Yeah. Uh, so I, I gotta wonder, and and uh, now you're talking '81. So now you're talking uh, 42 years ago, Joe. And uh, I haven't met you other than one time in Miami, which I honestly say I don't remember. But I love you already. I really do love you. Um, were you worried at any point over the last 42 years about retribution? I mean, your name is out there. You, you know, kind of like Henry Hill. He went around, he went on Howard Stern show and said, I did this, I did that. Were you ever worried about retribution or, or not really? You're protected. Well, yeah, in the beginning, because the mob, the, the, the commission, you know, with the commission, it's the, the, uh, organization, uh, that runs the, that runs the mafia world, uh, well, countrywide. They put a five hundred thousand dollar contract out on me oh when they found out who I was, and they sent guys, you know, all over the U.S. looking for me. But they had, they didn't obviously, they they didn't find me. And you know, now it's 
it's uh, it's not as it's not as uh, dangerous as it once was because a lot of my guys are dead. You yeah. know, but yeah. as as you know, uh, I mean, I mean, look, uh, uh, you're a New York guy. Bo Dito's there with you. Uh, you always look, worry about a cowboy. You know. Yeah, you never know. But but you know what it is? Yeah. I, I, so many times I've heard this over the last couple of decades. You hear this all the time. It's not the 80s anymore. I think I've heard that Joe Pistone a hundred times. It's not the 80s anymore. In the 80s, they would kill you. They wouldn't care. They'd hurt you bad for a couple of dollars. So I know I keep hearing that it's not the 80s anymore. It's kind of like it's not your father's crime family anymore. I guess since... Since John died, they're still active. The idea of the mafia is dead is beyond ridiculous. They are still very, very active, but it's just not the same, I guess. No, you're right. It, it, what it is now is just another crime, you know, organized crime uh, uh, entity. Just like, uh, you know, if you've got to be worried, you better be worried about the Albanians, <laughs> the Russians. Yeah, yeah. You know, that that's who you want to be worried about, Uh uh, the mafia is just reduced to another you crime know, family, another yeah. organized crime. Group. So, so what was it like? Uh, a couple of minutes here with Joe Pistone, aka Donnie Brasco. Uh, what was it like when a guy like Al Pacino <laughs> shows up and it's you, Joe, and all these great actors? But Al Pacino specifically was that was that fun for you, nerve wracking? How was that whole experience? Well, yeah, actually, it, it was. Look, it's a thrill to get these guys, you know, Al Pacino, Johnny Depp, James Russo, I mean, Bruno Kirby. I mean, the actors are unbelievable. But the first time I met Al, I had to go to his apartment in New York City to go over tapes, you know, because he played Lefty Ruggiero. Yep. Uh, And uh, but the guy's a normal guy. When I say that, I mean, there was nothing pretentious about him. He was such a just a. A, a wonderful individual, yeah. Uh, and on the set too, you know. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't like, hey, I'm an A-list actor, so you know, stay away from me. That's not the way he was. And uh, everybody and says that. Was, everybody he, says he, that. He, Even he, Bo. I mean, you remember Bo did that movie, The Irishman, Joe? Yeah. And there was yeah. a scene with with uh, Bo and uh, and Pacino and Bob, and Bo stole the scene. I mean, Pacino was all too happy to allow Bo to do his thing. So I would imagine then that during that trial of the century last summer, Joe, I imagine you were rooting for Johnny Depp, yes? <laughs> yes, I was, I'll tell you. And there's another great guy. Uh, I mean, you talk about not only a great actor, but a great person. I mean, I got to know him very, very well. Uh, got to know his family, his sister, his brother. I mean, his, uh, yeah, his, his, his father. He got to know my whole family. I mean, uh, you know, I could tell you a story about him, if I may. Absolutely. Uh, I get a call one day. This was after the movie's over. I get a call one day, and he says, hey, he, he called me Pistola. He says, hey, Pistola. <laughs> yeah, Johnny, what's up? Why why, why are you not calling me? I said, what are you talking about? He says, uh, I hear your wife has cancer. I said, well, Johnny, yeah, I don't want to, you know, oh. I, I didn't want to. He said, look, I'm telling you right now. He said, anything that you need or she needs, I don't care what it is, where it is, I'll get her there. Wow. <laughs> I'll get her there. I'll mm-hmm. send a plane. I'll do whatever you need. I mean, and this is like maybe five, six months after the move, you know, after we finish shooting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, 
you can't say anything to me bad about Johnny Depp. Yeah. Why and wouldn't the we worry. still, you know, we yeah. still stay in touch. That's great. Uh, That's great. We still, you know, we still have, uh, have contact, uh, you know, phone contact, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, he's, he's, he's one of a kind. Maybe, believe me, he may be a double A actor, list actor, but as a person, individual, he's got a, he's got a heart of gold, man. Yeah, I don't know if he's double A. I think he's A. I mean, that movie Blow for me is still a clay. did so many great other movies, uh, too, but... He was, uh, when he played George Young in that movie, he was great. I have to tell you, I have to run, but uh, I'm so happy that Leo called me. I'm even happier that you reached out to me. I'm really happy you came on because this was a great, not good, Joe, but a great radio segment. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, being friends for many, many years. So enjoy California. Stay in touch. This was great. Thank you so much for the kind words. Thank you. And have a good day. You too. There he is. What a great guy. Joe Pistone, A.K.O. Donnie Brasco. What a super guy. I love that guy now. It's my guy. That's it. Joe Pistone is my guy. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GoboLaw.com. Gobble Law, where winning is no accident.